0: Welcome to London Riverside Church podcast. We hope you have a great day. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. And uh, like Reg uh, alluded to, uh, the clocks went spring forward. Yeah, the clocks went forward, right? Uh, I don't know about you, but this is nothing to do with my message, but I just need to let you know the kind of person I am. I know my phone changes itself anyway. But some of us, we were checking and checking, weren't we? We were setting another alarm, you know, those old fashioned alarms. Yeah, okay, I'm giving my age away a bit here, but, but we, we actually weren't quite sure if, that, if, if it was going to be the same time, the right time, were we? But we made it, so, so good, and we are going to be baptizing in a few minutes, and also, I'm just very excited at the moment about uh, yesterday, we, uh, some of us were gathered at the Dagenham and Redbridge football stadium because we are celebrating Easter at the stadium this year. How good is that going to be? Yeah, so we were just making some uh, plans. And I just want to encourage you all, uh, 12 o'clock, we're all going to be together. You're going to meet people you didn't even know but in the church you went to. And we're going to be bringing our friends as well and our relatives. So let's really make it a great Easter Sunday, great venue, but also a great opportunity. And uh, J. John, uh, we've been speaking with him and just making the plans. He, he shares the gospel, shares the good news in such an effective way. So this is going to be a very special Easter Sunday. Uh, Now, of course, also at the end of this uh, week, we have our wholehearted prayer and worship night. So that's this Friday. And again, another something a little bit different there. We're going to be meeting at the Rivergate Center. So we're coming to pray, (coughs) excuse me, quarter to eight, but we're actually not going to be in this building. We're going to be over at uh, Barking Riverside and just a great opportunity to pray. Now, I'm going to talk about prayer a little bit uh, today uh, because uh, many of you will be aware, we're working through the book of James and we're in chapter five. Uh, and in chapter 5, we're going to be, uh, be looking. Now, <clears throat> I don't know about you, but you've had different conversations with people. You're saying somebody's about to attempt something or, or try something, and you say, you say people say things like, wish me luck. Wish me luck. Or I hope that works out. Yeah, fingers crossed. Two fingers crossed. Four fingers crossed. Uh, you know, we're, like, we're hoping. It's like, yeah, I really hope that works out. Makes, makes a huge difference, of course. You know, like touch wood. You heard that one. Yeah, it's going to be okay. You know, we, we have this kind of thing like, I hope. I hope I'm, it's in, some, in somehow, in some way, there's enough luck to work something out, right? And uh, we all kind of, you know, as followers of Christ, there's a distinction between wishing something and praying. Now, some people think that praying is just simply an elaborate form of wishing yourself luck, right? Because, I mean, who's really listening? I mean, you're praying your prayer, is making you feel better about yourself, sound like some of those conversations I've had with some of my friends here. You know, like I'm pleased for you that you pray. I'm sure that makes you feel better, uh, but is is there really a God? Is it really being answered? Or is it just something that makes you feel like something might happen, like cross your fingers, touch wood, wish me luck, hopefully? What do we mean when we talk about prayer? You see, the interesting thing is since time began, people have been praying. They haven't always known what to pray to, but it's something in us as humans that wants to reach out to something that's not human. There's something in us that reaches out to something other than us, something bigger than us, that might have something to do with what's going on with us. You with me? We, we want something more. We hope there's something more. You see, in James chapter 5, and verse 16, it says these words, The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. I don't know about you, but there's something in that verse that says, this is more than wishing me luck. This is more than touch wood. This is more than cross my fingers, hope it works out. This is the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. This is way beyond making me feel better. Effective means it does something. Something happens. I want to talk about effective prayer today. Effective prayer. Prayer isn't just calling out in the dark to a distant, unknown God. Prayer is drawing close to God. And as James tells us in chapter 4, if we draw close to God, he draws near to us. Actually, prayer is a way in which we on earth are intersecting with heaven. We are actually connecting with something which is eternal when we pray. So prayer is more than the wish. Prayer is more than the make you feel better. Prayer is actually connecting with the God of eternity. That's why Jesus said, your kingdom come. It's like we're in the reality of living this life, but in prayer we step with another foot into another reality and begin to connect with God. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. So, what does this look like? Let's look in James 5 verse 13. Is anyone among you in trouble? Is anyone among, uh, among you in trouble? Let them pray. Is anyone happy? Let them sing songs of praise. Is anyone among you ill? Let them call the elders of the church to pray over them, anoint them with oil that they may be healed. Effective prayer is for every situation. Effective prayer is for every situation. Whatever situation it says here: if you're if you're in trouble, then pray. If you're happy, then sing songs of praise. If you're ill, if you're in a pl- if the context here is if you're in a place where you can't move. Get people to come to you and let them pray for you. In every situation, prayer can be effective. You see, I, when we're in trouble, I, it wonders me. I don't really believe there's many atheists because, you know, I don't know what it's like to go through life with no invisible means of support, but I like my invisible means of support. Everybody's got some means of support. Some is more obvious than others. But my invisible means of support is God, and I connect with Him in prayer. And there's, you know, Philippians 4 puts it like this, the book of Philippians, verse 6. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And what happens? The peace of God that passes all, it transcends all understanding will guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. What an incredible privilege. As the hymn writer said, what a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Some of you nodded. You know the hymn. Right. Give my age away a bit more. Wow. That we can actually come to him in every situation. No situation is beyond, beyond him. When we're happy, we come to God in prayer. When things are going well, it says here, where it let them sing songs of praise. You know the awkward thing about trying to be an atheist is that when, uh, well, the worst moment is is when you're really thankful for something, but you've no one to be thankful to. You know, like you see the sunrise, wow, who are we going to thank? <laughs> when that baby's born, who are you going to thank? Who, when, when, you, when something just blows you away, who are you going to thank? We recognize God as the source of our lives. Prayer is effective. You see, it's not only needs, but it's just a way of living. It's a way of recognizing what is going on in our world. When we're ill, we call people to pray over us. It says in verse 15, the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. Wow, the, the, the prayer offered in faith. See, this is what God is looking for when it comes to prayer. He's looking for some trust in Him. That's what we're doing effectively. When we come to pray for a need, when we come to pray for someone to get well, we are putting our trust in God. Faith is simply trusting in the character of God, that He is faithful that He's true to His Word, that He he is more involved in your life than when you recognize He wants this this to happen. He wants to bring the solution. He wants to turn the situation around. We come to Him and we put our trust in Him. We pray a prayer offered in faith. Again, we're connecting our earthly experience with the kingdom of God in prayer. And let's say, Lord, let Your will be done. Your kingdom be done come. And it's interesting in this context, I just mentioned this briefly in, in James chapter 5, it says that if, uh, the, if they have sinned, they will be forgiven. It, James mentions here, and, and please hear me correctly here, but when, we have done, when we've sinned, sometimes that can have a physical outworking. Doctors will tell you now, science has shown that our condition of our soul has an effect on the condition of our bodies. Now, the Bible doesn't say if you sin, it will make you sick. It doesn't say that if you're sick, you must have sinned. Hear me right. But it says it can be possible to be suffering. And actually, it's a condition of the soul that God wants to heal and bring healing and forgiveness. Wow, that we can bring everything to God. Prayer is effective in every situation. Now, reading on here in James chapter 5, in verse 17, he mentions an Old Testament prophet called Elijah. It says here, Elijah was a human being even as we are. Elijah was a human being, even as we are. If we check the next slide. Now, on, when we recognize here, when James mentions Elijah, for the people hearing, reading this letter, hearing this letter read to them in the first century, they were, a lot of them were, were coming from a Jewish background, so they knew the Old Testament stories. And Elijah, you need to know, is like the prophet of all prophets, okay? Like he's the big deal in the Old Testament, Anything to represent the prophets of the Old Testament is Elijah. Now, his successor did a lot more than he did, but Elijah somehow, he's the man. He's the one that everybody reveres. It's like, wow. Now what is Je- So when he says Elijah, everybody's like, oh, okay, what's going on now? And he says Elijah was a human being. Even as we are, just like us. What's the point that James is pressing home to us? is that effective prayer is for everyone. This is not something that the professionals do. Now, you appreciate that we as a leadership team and pastors in the church, we will always come and pray with you and for you. And we do that regularly. But it says here that it's not something for the inverted commas professionals. This is for everybody. Elijah was a, a human being just like us. And yet his prayers were Effective. So often we get the feeling that we're not good enough. Some often we get the thought that you, know, you go to pray about something and you think, mm, I don't know if I'm holy enough to be praying that prayer. I don't know if I'm good enough to be asking that of God. I mean, I'm, just put, I'm just saying the stuff that goes on in your head, okay? You don't have to put your hand out. But I know this happens because it happens to me. So Why are you praying that? You've got no right to pray that. How comes? You see... I started by saying in James 5.16, it says the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. And sometimes we don't feel that righteous. Sometimes we're thinking, I'm not sure I've got the righteous that's needed to be praying to God. But here's the thing, and don't miss this. A righteous person is not perfect, but they're forgiven. Righteousness is not perfection if you're a human being. The righteousness that we have is in Jesus. He clothes us, the Bible says, in His righteousness in fact everything that jesus walked this earth and did and the fact that he went to that cross as a perfect man in my place so he dealt with all the rubbish in my life on the cross it's not what i have to do it's what he has done and so the righteousness i have is because of jesus and that's why we can say the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective you say i buy but i'm not per-. yeah of course you're not perfect join the club But you are righteous in God. If you've received Jesus and know that forgiveness and you are in a place now where you can connect earth and heaven and begin to pray effective prayers. Effective prayer is for everyone. And then in James 5 in 17, he says that Elijah prayed earnestly that it would not rain. And it did not rain on the land for three and a half years. Again, he prayed, and the heavens gave rain, and the earth produced its crops. You see, effective prayer is not only for every situation. Effective prayer is not only for everyone, but effective prayers. the Bible uses this word here, is earnest. What does that mean? It means it's passionate. It's wholehearted. It's sincere. It's deep. It's heartfelt. We are engaging with the business in hand. Effective prayer is earnest. You see, this person, Elijah, you can read this through the week if you'd like to. In 1 Kings, in the Old Testament, 1 Kings chapter 17 and 18, it says that Elijah in verse 1, he actually said to everybody, right, there's going to be no rain until I say so. That's a big statement. I don't know about you. I mean, I, I love preaching. I love standing in front of people and sharing good news, but that's a big statement to stand up and tell people, right? There's going to be no rain until I say so again. That's what I've been praying for. That's what's going to happen. And it, you can see why he was revered, because the rain stopped for three plus years. And so he says there's going to be, and during that time he had to deal with, with uh, uh, scarcity of food, helping a widow's son who died, and all kinds of crazy stories we read in 1 Kings chapter 17 through to 18. But it says that in, in chapter 18 that he, he prayed again. Let's read it in 1 Kings 18 verse 47. In 1 Kings uh, 18 verse 47, Elijah climbed to the top of Mount Carmel bent down to the ground, put his face between his knees. "'Go and look to the sea,' he told his servant. And he went up and looked. "'There's nothing there,' his servant said." So Elijah has decided, i stopped the rain. Now I need to pray for the rain to return. And notice how earnest he is. He's down on his knees. He's got his head down, and he's, it's like a physically he's intense, right? Yeah, there's times when we get like that. It's like, wow, I, I need this to happen Lord, I need you to come through, and he prays, and he says to his servant, go look to see if there's a rain cloud. It's nothing. Does that sound familiar? Does that sound familiar with anybody else's prayers? Yeah, but God, I was really intense. Like, I prayed. I even fasted. I, 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 I was really focused. You know, because you pray sometimes and your mind wanders, right? Yeah? Okay. I'm just letting you know that that happens to all of us, Okay. You know, you're praying about something really serious, and the next thing is, it's like, what happens in the next episode? of? Surely not, pastor. Surely not. Oh, yeah. Everything flies into that head. We've just got to take control of those thoughts, make them captive, to obedient to Jesus, right? <laughs> so, behind me, Netflix, let's get on with the prayer. So, the, we're, we're intense. He's intense. He tells his servant to go again. Go look. Nothing. says in verse 43, seven times Elijah said to his servant, go back. Seven times he said, go back. says on the seventh time the servant reported a cloud as small as a man's hand is rising from the sea. So Elijah said, go to Ahab, hit your chariot, go down before the rain stops you. And the sky grew black with rain clouds. Wow, seven times. I wonder how often we gave up on the sixth time. Yeah? Actually, let's just be real honest. I wonder how often we gave up on the second or third time. The effective prayer is earnest. Effective prayer perseveres. Because what's happening in that moment is you're connecting the situation on earth with the will of God in heaven. Prayer is actually that intersection between earth and heaven. Prayer is that intersection between what is now and what is future. Prayer is that intersection between the trouble you're in and the solution that God has. And we have to hang in there. And Elijah prays, and he prays again seven times, and finally there's a sign of hope. Friends, I want to encourage you to keep praying. Listen, by the way, nothing magic about number seven, by the way. Could have been ten times, could have been three times, could have been twelve times. The point is this, he persevered. He was earnest in prayer. He was wholehearted, passionate about what needed to happen. I want to encourage us today. I want to encourage us that we serve the same God as Elijah. I want to encourage you that we are human beings like Elijah. He was on his own journey of discovering what it was to pray and see God move. I want to encourage you that our prayer can be effective. I want to encourage you that there are ways in which you know in your circumstance, people that you're praying for, situations that are impossible in your own reasoning. But God is beyond that. Because in prayer, you're connecting the impossible with the possible. That sounds good. That sounds a little bit more than just crossing my fingers. That sounds a little bit more than touch wood, it goes okay. Right? Right? This sounds like I'm connecting with the God, our Creator. Connecting with the one who made you. Connecting with the one who has a purpose and plan for your life. Wow. I want to encourage us, friends, that effective prayer is for every situation. I want to encourage you that effective prayer is uh, for everyone. And I want to encourage you that effective prayer is earnest prayer. Let's be wholehearted. Let's be wholehearted. Don't think so much about how long have I been praying, but just think about have I connected in with the God of the universe? Have I made the most of the fact that Jesus went to that cross and took my place? That I am clothed in His righteousness, that I can stand before God, I can turn up at God's door anytime I want. And you know what? I've been invited. It's one thing to turn up, it's another thing to know you've been invited, yeah? Agreed? I could give you a few illustrations on that, but let's keep moving, yeah? It's one thing to just just turn up but to know that you've been invited to share your heart to share what's going on and that Jesus is there God the Father is wanting to see a change he's wanting that connection between our situation on earth and his will in heaven your kingdom come your will be done you know we're gonna be praying together uh, at a, like I mentioned already uh, uh, on Friday a wholehearted prayer and and, and worship. Now, I want to encourage you to be a part of that. It's a different venue. It's going to be somewhere else, but it's a part of town where we need to be praying, friends. Let's be a part of that. Let's do that together. But before before I close, I'd like to pray for any need that there might be in the room, whether in the overflow, online, or in this room here today. I'd like to pause for a moment because I believe that the prayer of righteous people powerful and effective and maybe it helps to close your eyes however you want to posture yourself maybe if you're comfortable you might want to open your hands or or just you know what you're bringing to God today you know what you're bringing you know what that need is if you're online encourage you wherever you are whatever you're up to stop what you're doing and just for a moment Father God we thank you for the privilege of prayer Thank you for the amazing privilege we have to connect with our Maker and the God of the universe. And thank you, Lord God, that we can know the purposes of heaven can take, con- connecting into our, our situation here on earth. So, Father God, I pray first of all for those who need your peace at this time. As we bring our need before you, your word says that your peace will passes our understanding will guard our hearts and our minds. And I pray that now in Jesus' name, Lord, that your peace reign in this circumstance and situation. Father God, we are praying for healing. We are praying for things that, although the doctors have diagnosed, it's not been possible to bring a solution. Lord God, would you have your way. Bring healing. In Jesus' name. Lord, where there is guidance needed today, we thank you as we call out to you, you will direct our paths in Jesus' name. Lord God, where there is provision needed, we thank you that you are our provider. We thank you for our bosses. We thank you for our employers. We thank you for giving us the the, the means to create wealth. But Lord God, ultimately you are our provider. So we come to you now and receive that which you have prepared. We thank you in Jesus' name. You know, just while we're praying, I encourage you to keep your heads bowed for a moment or your eyes closed. So I'd like to lead a prayer. If you're in the room, or if you're online, you're joining with us today. And you've never made that decision to follow Jesus. Now, we've talked about this amazing privilege of prayer. And our access to God is because of what Jesus has done. It's not what we had to do. It's what he's done on the cross. And we're going to be celebrating baptism in a moment. We're celebrating the fact that he's risen. We have new life in him. And if that's your decision today to follow, I'm going to pray a very simple prayer and I encourage you to pray this prayer in your heart. Said, Lord Jesus, I thank you for your love. I thank you that you went to the cross. And I thank you that you've dealt with the wrong in my life. Forgive me, I pray. Cleanse me, I pray. I want to follow you and invite you to lead me by your Holy Spirit. I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. That's all from us here on our LRC podcast. If there's anything else you would like some more clarification on or you would like to take the next steps in your journey, then why not head over to our Next Steps page at londonriversidechurch.com forward slash next steps. That's all from us here today and we hope you have an amazing week.